to today's podcast episode for July 8th, 2021. We are going to be getting into God's word today. My name is Cub Cooker. I'm your host for MyBible.Works podcast, and we go through the, the word of God every single day here. We believe that God's word works today still in our lives to manifest beautiful things, beautiful connections, relationships, opportunities, and a deep spiritual understanding of how this world works, how the kingdom of God works. And that's what we want to do together is just read through God's word as a community. That's what the MyBible.Works community is dedicated to, going through God's word every day, little by little, and activating the promises that are in it in our lives so that we can be better servants of the kingdom of God. Uh, So if you believe the Bible works, join the community at mybible.works or www.mybible.works. And uh, we'd love to see you over there. It's completely free. You can join a quickly growing community of a lot of people that just believe on God's word and want to see it activated in their life and understand it on a deeper level. So today we're going to dive in. We've got an awesome episode planned for you guys. Uh, We've got our music on the screen here. If you uh, like the music in the background, you can check out the songs over there at that link. Uh, Those are in the comments. So uh, we believe it adds a lot to the word as we go through it Uh, because I just want to take you there. Step back in time with me as we step into God's word and let it actually activate in our lives. Let's think on it here and here and here with all parts of us, our mind, our body, and our spirit. Let it become a part of our programming, who we are, so that we can operate on a higher level every single day, guys. That's what I'm all about here. So again, if you don't know me, my name is Cub Cooker, and I'm the host here and the founder of MyBible.Works. So we'd love to see you over there. Uh, There's people ready to welcome you with open arms. It is for everyone. That community is for everyone who wants to be a part of it. So, all right, we're going to get in today. Do your prayers make it to God? That's the question today. How do you know that your prayer makes it to God? Uh, I think we're taught in church and, and, you know, Sunday school or children's programs or even youth that Every time we mutter a prayer, it it automatically makes it to God. And I think we see a different picture in the scriptures. We see a different picture of what prayer really looks like. And I think if we start praying in that image of what that prayer in, in scriptures actually looks like, we're going to see God interact with us in a much bigger way. And this is something I practice in my life every day. I'm learning more about it. And I just want to take you guys on this journey with me. Uh, So uh, we've got a couple of people on TikTok. They're not over here, but I want to uh, welcome them on TikTok. The Brianna says, is it cool to listen uh, to and ask questions? Yes, absolutely, Brianna. Please do. Uh, Queen0126, you bet. Uh, So thank you very much. We are, again, we're live here, um, but this also goes out as a podcast and a YouTube video and a Facebook video and all kinds of stuff. So we're going to dive into the scripture today. Do your prayers make it to God? And we're going to learn what that really looks like. So dive in with me, starting in Acts chapter 10, verses 1 through 33. The answer we're looking for is in scripture. Cornelius's vision. There was a man 
in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what is called the Italian Regiment. He was a devout man and feared God along with his whole household. He did many charitable deeds for the Jewish people and always prayed to God. About three in the afternoon, he distinctly saw a vision, an angel of God who came in and said to him, Cornelius, staring at him in awe, he said, what is it, Lord? The angel told him, your prayers and your acts of charity have ascended as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa and call for Simon, who is also named Peter. He is lodging with Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier, who was one of those who attended him. After explaining everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. Peter's Vision The next day, as they were traveling near the city, Peter went up to pray on the roof about noon. He became hungry and wanted to eat, but while they were preparing something, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open up and an object that resembled a large sheet coming down, being lowered by its four corners to the earth. In it were all the four-footed animals and reptiles of the earth and the birds of the sky. A voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. No, Lord, he said, for I have never eaten anything impure or ritually unclean. Again, a second time, the voice said to him, What God has made clean, do not call impure. This happened three times, and suddenly the object was taken up into heaven. Peter visits Cornelius. While Peter was deeply perplexed about what the vision he had seen might mean, Right away, the men who had been seen by Cornelius, having asked directions to Simon's house, stood at the gate. They called out, asking if Simon, who was also named Peter, was lodging there. While Peter was thinking about the vision, the spirit told him, three men are looking for you. Get up and go downstairs and go with them with no doubts at all, because I have sent them. When Peter went down to the men and said, Here I am, the one you're looking for. What is the reason you're here? They said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who has a good reputation within the whole Jewish community, was divinely directed by a holy angel to call you to his house and to hear a message from you. Peter then invited them in and gave them lodging. The next day he got up and set out with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went with them. The following day he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him, fell at his feet, and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up and said, Stand up, I myself am also a man. While talking with him, he went in and found a large gathering of people. Peter said to them, You know it's forbidden for a Jewish man to associate with or visit a foreigner. 
but God has shown me that I must not call any person impure or unclean. That's why I came without any objection when I was sent for. So may I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius replied, four days ago about this hour at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house. Then a man in dazzling clothing stood before me and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your acts of charity have been here, who is also named Peter, have been remembered. Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your acts of charity have been remembered in God's sight. Therefore, send someone to Joppa and invite Simon here, who is also named Peter. He is lodging in Simon Tanner's house by the sea. So immediately sent, so I immediately sent for you and it was good for you to come. So now we are all in the presence of God to hear anything and everything that you have been commanded by the Lord. And guys, I'm going to read that last part again because my glasses here, my allergies are killing me and my glasses fogged up. So Cornelius replied four days ago at this hour at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house. Just then a man in dazzling clothing stood before me and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your acts of charity have been remembered in God's sight. Therefore, send someone to Joppa and invite Simon here, who is also named Peter. He is lodging in Simon the Tanner's house by the sea. So I immediately sent for you and it was good for you to come. So now we are all in the presence of God to hear everything you have been commanded by the Lord. Let us pray over God's word for today, July 8th, 2021. Dear Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you for the clear correlations. Uh, sometimes your word is, is hard to go through or hard to decipher. And this one is just so beautifully laid out with uh, one connection to another and we see your divine hand in it we see the connection we see the visions between people who are in prayer we see how prayer connects your people not just to you but to each other through you and we thank you for that lord and we thank you for the insight into the word today we just ask that you would uh, manifest deep understanding for all of us as we take away this word today and apply it to our prayer life in jesus name Amen. Wow. So what a good word for today, guys. And thank you to everyone over on TikTok here. Uh, Brandon says the King James Version says, Cornelius, your prayers has come up as a memorial to me. Absolutely. That's, and I love that translation as well. A memorial to me. You know, what does that mean? It's a remembrance, an honor, um, even a, a statue, if you will. We see literal memorial statues. And so what could we do? What if our prayers could be a memorial to God? They could be signposts and markers, actual memorials along our path in life to God that we can look back on and we can know his divine intervention in our life. And that's what I want to talk about today. This gets so good, guys. So stick with me here. We've got a few more minutes and I just want to get in and explain this as I understand it again as a mentor and a coach here. I'm not a a pastor or anything like that or a biblical scholar i'm just a guy who loves the bible i see some amazing things in it that i feel god reveals to me and i just want to share them with more people so that we can have an honest discussion around god's word and start activating it in our lives so 
Do your prayers make it to God? We're going to go through here and you can go over to mybible.works and get all my notes. So I actually lay out the word in there every day with a graphic. And then I have the scripture in there from the Christian Standard Bible is what we're going through right now. And then uh, I go and highlight pieces of the word that I believe are pinnacle to the understanding of what it means to our lives today. So again, I try not to get into a bunch of theological debate with this. I try to look at the surface of the text, try to understand enough of what it was going on back then so that we can apply it to our lives today. So that's what we try to do here on mybible.works. So Cornelius's vision, diving back in here. So he did many charitable deeds for the Jewish people and always prayed to God. I think one of the biggest things here is always prayed to God. So charitable deeds, he's already in service of God here. So we hear, you know, that taking those leaps of faith includes service and the fruits and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, actually activating a lifestyle around this. And this is what I'm talking about today. I talked about it in some short TikTok videos and I wanted to just like dive into this whole thing because um, we're living the lifestyle. And how do you make sure your prayers make it to God? The lifestyle, I believe, is the key. And we see that prayer here is much more than, oh Lord, please let me make the rent payment next week. We see that it is a divine direction and connection to and through God, through his people, through our church, through the church, through us. We are the church. So we see charitable deeds here and we see always prayed to God. Then we move on to your prayers and acts of charity have ascended as a memorial offering before God. There's that word memorial offering before God. So do your prayers and acts of charity ascend as a memorial offering to God? Are you living a lifestyle of service to the kingdom? Are you praying in a way that it is such an act of prayer, that it is such a, a habitual thing for you, not just by your bed at night, but where you are not just living in this world. You know, the Bible tells us to live in the world, but not of the world. And so many times I think us as believers, we live in the world and pray in the world. When we are commanded and asked and encouraged and told and taught about praying on a whole different level, we have prayers here that take him into a trance. Guys, when's the last time you've actually prayed so deeply and powerfully that the Holy Spirit has just taken you into another part of your mind, another part of your heart, another part of a different plane of existence, a different kingdom? You know, we live in three kingdoms, the kingdom of the enemy, the kingdom of this world, and the kingdom of God. And so what does it look like when we pray with such purpose and power and belief in who we're talking to, that it is not a passivity, it is not a passive prayer. Excuse me, I can't talk today. My throat is closing up with all the allergies right now. Pray on the rooftop at noon. We move into Peter's vision. So he went up to pray on the rooftop at noon. You know, when do we go pray? Do we actually leave the office do we actually leave the building do we actually leave our home and go up to the roof go out to the yard go to the back lot go to uh, a quiet corner of a park 
Do we actually do that without any regard to those around us and make sure that we have a quiet place to pray and connect with God? And I think we see Christ doing that a lot where he's actually going out into the wilderness. He's going out into the garden. He's going uh, out on his own and he's praying. And so we need to just take this to that next level. I am here. I want to ask you today to take your prayer life to the next level. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm just going to pray more. Well, I'm going to try to do more Bible study and pray a little bit more. Now I'm talking about, I want you and me and all of us in this community to completely cut loose what we think about prayer and start looking at it in God's word and praying that way, going up to the rooftop. I'm not telling you to go fall off your roof here, but I'm telling you, find that place that is about you and God. And then what is he telling us? Are we willing to completely throw aside our prior beliefs, traditions, and our deep core programming? Because right here he's saying what God has made clean, do not call impure. This is something that, you know, Peter had been ingrained in him for his whole life, that there are certain things and people that are unclean through the Jewish law. And so God's telling him what I've made clean or what God has made clean. This is, this is the voice telling him, probably a messenger, an angel, another entity speaking on God's behalf. What God has made clean, do not call impure. This happened three times and then the object was taken into heaven. We see that he goes into a trance here. He fell into a trance. When is the last time you fell into a trance praying? When is the last time that you actually took your whole lunch break at work to go pray on something? Because again, this should and can be a habit for us where it's a part of our daily life. Just like we go get coffee in the morning where we start to operate in this place of expecting and believing these things will happen in our life. Then we move forward with Cornelius. He was divinely directed by a holy angel to call you to this house and hear the message from you. So we see divine direction. How many times do we have divine direction in our life now? We don't even look for it most of the time. And if we do, it's in these small little prayers in the corner of our mind, not in a completely unbridled sense of actually connecting, taking time to connect our words, our eyes, our ears, our mind, our heart, our bodies, all of our DNA to the Heavenly Father to be divinely directed through prayer, through the Holy Spirit, through our acceptance through Christ. We have access to the kingdom and we never use it, guys. And this is for me today. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing, I'm preaching, if you will, for me because I want to see results through prayer in my life. I wonder what Jesus prayed about. There's some amazing, uh, amazing scriptures, and we'll go through that. We're probably going to do one of the Gospels um, probably in August. when We get. We should be through this, uh, through Acts in July. So in August, we're probably going to go through a Gospel and look at, um, we're going to look at more what Jesus prayed here. So, call not common what I have cleansed. Absolutely, yes. And I love looking at different translations. Adam, what's up, brother? How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Uh, he says, that's good, Cub. Thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, love your videos, by the way. If you guys like content creation, go check out Adam uh, Adam Beck's Adventures. Adam Beck's Ventures um, 
on TikTok. He's dropping some fire motivation videos right now. So go check him out. Uh, SE3 Hurules, what is up? Welcome. So anyway, divinely directed, guys. Like we we have, we watch all these movies. We watch Marvel and uh, Star Wars and all this stuff. And we love this idea. And we believe in all these higher powers and uh, cosmic beings. Yet we go to church and wonder if we can pay our rent. There's something wrong with our belief code because we programmed ourselves from the day we're born to believe in a God that's so far away that we have to wait for our voice to echo back from the back wall for that prayer to come back when we can literally tap in through the Holy Spirit to this consciousness, to this interweb, if you will, of prayer that other believers are praying all around the world. And if we can get into the heart of God and put our, our hearts and our minds in the will of God, I believe this is the key, the will of God to align ourselves and our lives through our service, our actions with the will of God. And then we start praying with power. That is when we see divine direction. We see those memorials or those markers to God on our path that we can look back and we can directly glorify God because we have now left that memorial through prayer. It gives us a clear signal. We need that so that we can glorify God. And when our prayers are answered and we glorify God, that is that circle of living life, living water, the living words that God has given us that start to activate in our life over and over and over. And without going too far down the rabbit hole, let's continue and finish this out here for today. God has shown me that I must not call any person impure or unclean. So I want to take that for myself and my life and stop judging everyone. I did a short video on that today. Um, why are we judging other people and expecting our prayers to be answered when God has called us all clean and all pure through Christ? So let's just forget about the judgment. Let us serve the kingdom through this spirit here. As we see earlier, charitable deeds, always praying to God. Prayers and acts of charity ascended as a memorial offering before God. You know, we can't offer anything for our salvation, but we can certainly honor and memorialize God and leave these signposts and these markers on our path so that we can look back and honor and praise God for the things he's done in our life. So God has shown me that I must not call any person impure or unclean. Four days ago at this hour at three in the afternoon, here's a signpost, here's a memorial, look at this. Four days ago at this hour at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house. So Cornelius is remembering. He's got that marker, that memorial, that signpost. He's hearkening back to that. He's using that as proof as he's talking to everyone here, as he's talking to Peter, as he's talking to himself and to God. He's using that memorial, that signpost, the time he remembers, the time stamp on that. How many times have you prayed a prayer when you were like so down and you had the emotion of like, I'm God, I'm going to die if we don't get this done. Uh, we're going to fail if we don't do this. And you're, you're weeping before God and you have this like unbridled moment of emotional output and thoughts and prayers towards God. And even, even saying it out loud and manifesting those words. And then something happens three days later, three weeks later, three months later, and immediately you remember that memorial, that signpost and you go, that was the moment. That was the moment God turned my life around. That was the moment God stepped in. That was the moment this person came into my life. That was the moment my investment 
doubled or tripled or 100x or 1000x, that was the moment of a catalyst. And I believe that is one key to prayer as well for my life and for y'all's. Guys, this is powerful stuff. I'm fired up today. I mean, this is just uh, prayer should not be what we've made it. So I immediately sent for you and it was good for you to come. So now we are all here in the presence of God to hear everything you have been commanded by the Lord. Another key of prayer, I think, is that it all leads back to God's kingdom. If we're praying for a wife or a husband or a relationship, how does that lead back to God's kingdom so that others can see that, others can come to God, others can hear what we've been commanded by the Lord? If we're praying for that investment or that new opportunity with our business, or we're praying for that ministry to happen at our church, how does that actually connect to God's kingdom? Because I think that's a big key, guys. So I'm going to leave you guys with that today. Again, the yellow highlights are my notes and kind of what hit my heart as I'm going through this. You can find this full script over here on mybible.works under the daily Bible reading podcast uh, and study tab. You can then leave prayer requests as well as discussion topics over there. Meet some other people. We're at about 50 members now, I think in just a couple of weeks. So, so excited. And we're almost at 17,000 here on TikTok. Uh, we're almost at, I don't know how many thousands on uh, Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, and we're growing on all of that. So thank you guys. Thank you, God, for all of this. Thank you for this ministry. Guys, I'm just here to show up and do this every day so that it's real, so that God sees I want it. I'm hungry for it. You guys are hungry for it. I see that you are. I see in the comments, I see in the live streams. I'm going to stay on with TikTok and answer some questions here. Everyone that watched at home here uh, or on the road or listened on the podcast or wherever it is, I'm Cub Cooker. Thank you for being here. Go to mybible.works. Make yourself a free and fast account. Start engaging with a community that believes God's word works in our life. Let's activate it together. Let's be the church together. Let's be a community. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. And be sure and subscribe if you haven't. That's the biggest way you can support this ministry is by following us and sharing this content. I love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace. All right, TikTok, I am still here.